0: Episode number 176 of the Living Deliberately Together podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. If you're new to me, just so that you know who you're listening to, I am a well being coach and creator of the Unstuck Method and the Clear Way, two groundbreaking self help tools that promote your emotional health and well being. I'm the author of the books. Getting Unstuck: 5 Simple Steps to Emotional Well-being and the Clear Way: 5 Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything. Through my coaching, courses and community, I guide people to get clear on what they want and get unstuck from what's holding them back so that they can go on living more deliberately. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today and now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I am in the middle of running a Living Deliberately Challenge inside of the Living Deliberately Facebook group. This is a 30-day challenge where each person participating is challenging themselves in one area of their life to being a certain way and living deliberately. And I have to tell you, it's only been about a week so far, but it's awesome And I'm finding the experience so enlightening. There are so many things I'm learning both about myself and about human behavior in general. And I look forward to sharing these concepts and ideas with you today and in future episodes. If you would like to be a part of these conversations and challenges and more offerings to engage with me on a regular basis, I warmly invite you to enroll in my course, The Living Deliberately Blueprint, because it's that first step that's going to bring you into the private Facebook group and my monthly gatherings. So in last week's episode, I spoke about the big picture and how living deliberately is a delicate balance between remembering the big picture, which is what you want to create, and the moments in time that make up the space between going from here to there. Because here's the thing, when your mind is only on the big picture, you will forget about all of the resistance that's going to come along with creating that new thing. And then when you get stuck, which you will, because that's a part of the equation, there will be a good chance that you will give up even before you have a chance to get going. Because who it is that you want to be or what it is that you want to create is going to feel so far off that it's not even worth making an effort. So one of the first things that's really important to do when you decide what it is you wanna create in your life or what kind of change you wanna make or where you wanna make improvements, you need to understand that there are these moments in time that are going to make up that process because those moments in time aren't necessarily going to look very fun nor will they feel very fun And so it's important to mentally prepare for them so that you can know they're out there and possibly avoid getting stuck in them. And it's important to mentally prepare for them so that if you do get stuck, you'll be prepared to get unstuck rather than wade in a pool of stuckness with no plans or wherewithal to get out of it. So let's say you're committing to being a loving spouse. For those of you who are inside of the challenge, you will know that this is what I chose as my challenge for the month. I have decided that I want to consciously be loving to my husband rather than just being myself, which may not come across as loving. So I'm doing this for 30 days. Okay, so big picture, loving wife. Now, at the outset, this looks great. It actually kind of looks easy. You know, like say some nice words to my husband every day, ask him how he's doing, prepare food for when he comes home. To me, that's what a loving wife would do. And it doesn't really seem that hard, but it is, because becoming someone who you are not regularly being is not easy. It requires effort, concentrated effort and mental focus. And it requires you to be mentally prepared ahead of time for anything. And it requires you to get unstuck when you fall into your stuck spots. And that's not easy, my friends. So the first few days of my personal challenge actually were kind of easy. I made that mental switch to be loving, and I was. And he responded to it. He was like, whoa, who's this new person I'm living with? And it was great because my effort in being loving, as I mentioned, affected him. And he seemed to have become happier and less stressed and just more fun to be around in general. Now, I wasn't committing to being loving for that purpose, but it was a really nice reaction to see. But then I got stuck. I got stuck one day when I had a bad night's sleep and I just didn't feel like being loving. And I got stuck when my husband's way of being, in my perception, wasn't a way of being that I wanted to be around. And I got stuck when my husband made an issue about money with my kids, and I got stuck when he yelled at one of my kids, even though he said he wasn't yelling. So can you see the difference between the big picture and then these small moments in time? The big picture is that courageous decision that you make, and the small moments in time are also courageous efforts that you need to make on a daily basis, For me to be able to manifest being a loving wife, I need to get clear every morning using my tool, the clear way. I need to reaffirm my mantra or my affirmation every day and remind myself of the direction that I'm headed, as in I literally wake up and say, I am committed to being a loving wife. I need to visualize what a committing spouse does, like what does she say, how does she speak, what are her actions. I need to anticipate future stuck spots, like my husband acting in ways that I don't really like, so that when I find myself stuck, like just yesterday I found myself stuck on judgment, I can get myself out of that hole a lot easier because I can prepare for it. It's so important not to underestimate these moments in time. There are a lot of them, a lot of amazing opportunities to get clear and a lot of opportunities to get stuck. And each of them are manageable if you use your tools. And that is what this work is all about managing your mind using dependable and effective tools. All right, let's say you are committing to being a non overeater or a non drinker or a non smoker. Making that decision can be huge. But it's going to mean nothing if you don't look at what will most likely be some challenging times, especially in the beginning, until you really create some motion. So let's take a look at some of those moments in time where you might get stuck, and let's focus on being a non-overeater. So let's say you don't have a good night's sleep, right? That can affect how you eat. Let's say you had a hard day at work and you have a tendency to turn to food to soothe yourself. Let's say you're watching a movie on Netflix and you tend to eat mindlessly while doing so, or you're rushing to work and so you eat in the car, or you're having company over this weekend and you have a tendency to overeat when there's company, or you're going to a party where you have a tendency to overeat. Someone who is being a non overeater will have work to do regarding those moments in time. Work to get clear many times a day and work to get unstuck when that person feels triggered. If that person just makes a claim, like, I'm going to be a non overeater, you can bet your bottom dollar that it's not going to last. Because when the going gets tough, it's going to be much easier to give up rather than to move forward through the challenges. And this is the same for showing up as your authentic self or showing up as a model for what a human being is, especially when you are surrounded by people who may not be showing up in the ways that you would want them to show up, and that triggers you. This is the same for self-care, starting a business, paving any new path that you're interested in creating for yourself. Like for instance, One of my kids is in a new school this year, and he knows what he wants to create. He wants to create friendships. He's coming into the school at an older age where the rest of the kids in the class have been together since the age of three. And this is not easy for anyone, but especially if you happen to be shy and you happen to be someone who doesn't have a lot of great self-confidence. And so my son was clear on what he wanted to create, But it's the moments in time that I don't think he took into consideration when he created this idea, because those moments in time will include him needing to reach out to kids, right, to initiate playing with him, for example. And it might be the possibility of getting rejected. It also might be during breaks, right, for example, when the kids don't include him. So what do you do in any of those situations, And actually, last night, he and I had a conversation about that, about being clear on who he wants to be and how to prepare to get unstuck now, just in case what he wants to happen doesn't happen. These moments in time are essential. If who you are committing to being is like your soul, these moments in time, they're like your body, your limbs, doing the work that your soul is wanting to project out to the world. It's not enough to be lit up from the inside with a fantastic idea. You actually have to do the challenging work of managing your mind and getting through the emotional stuck spots that come par for the course. This is why I decided to call this work living deliberately together and not just living deliberately. Because while you can do this work on your own, I believe there is so much more power in doing this with others because essentially we're all doing the same work. Whether we are trying to become physically healthier or mentally healthier or starting a business or improving a relationship, it's all the same work of conscious living and using specific tools to help you stay on track and get back on track if you fall off. It doesn't matter what you're working on we're all in this together and so when I'm facilitating this challenge there is so much more we can all learn from one another and it's really exciting I can truly see myself in other people's experiences as I imagine they can see themselves in mine and together we are lifting each other up and supporting one another as we move forward with our individual challenges I cannot express enough what a privilege it is to be doing this work and leading others in the work that they are doing. My friends, in addition to working with individuals one-on-one, I have been facilitating a group called The Journey. This is a small group of people who happen to be women who are interested in this work of living deliberately and want to engage with me on a weekly basis. I'm planning to open up another group journey for three more people. If you are interested to learn more, please email me for details. I would love to share all about it with you. Okay, my dear friends, don't forget this month I am running a giveaway. All you need to do to enter the giveaway is to write an iTunes review for me by the end of the month, and I'll announce the winner the first Tuesday in October. The winner will choose a prize of his or her choice, including one of my books, one of my decks of cards, or a free one-on-one coaching session with me. So if you haven't yet left an iTunes review for me, now would be the time to do so. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to living deliberately together with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Living Deliberately Together podcast. It is my honor and privilege to be able to show up here each week for you. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to start applying this work to your life, you have to check out the Living Deliberately Blueprint. It's my online self-paced course, which will teach you my tools and everything you need to know about living deliberately and actually manifesting it. Head over to my website now, shiragura.com, for more details. I look forward to starting this journey with you.